Hello everyone, it's Dovi Shapiro. Today I will be interviewing Dovi Onakorn Shliach to New York University on the topic of building a successful team. Thank you, Doviona, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more luck on their Shluchas. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. So let's get right to it. Doviona, the team you put together at Chabad NYU is impressive. You as executive director, your wife as director, a chief operations officer, administrative assistant, director of operations, financial manager, director of brand experience, special culinary projects manager, and kitchen manager. That besides your student board. To be clear, this can be very overwhelming for Shluchim to hear. Many of us will even say, oh, this is not for me. Doviona is very aware of this. What I'm here to learn today from Doviona is some very practical tips in why we need a team and how we can all move one step closer to this goal. So let me begin with my first question. My first question is, Doviona, is that we all wish we had the time to do it all, but the honest truth is we don't. When did you realize things needed to change? Oh, um, I realized early on that it was impossible with the volume of Jews that I had in my Saviv to do it all myself. I mean, you know, maybe it comes at different times for different people. For me, it came early in the game. And it's interesting because when I was on Shlichas the first three years just in Greenwich Village, it was not a camp of Shlichas. So at that time, I thought I could do everything, and I was, was doing everything for many years. So I eventually got a secretary. But when I shifted over to the campus project and I started being much busier with shlichas, then it was without question I needed to quickly hire a program director and a secretary. So I think it also has to do with the degree of busyness one has with the right things. And that obviously is opens up a bunch of different questions is are we doing the most we can do we have big enough dreams for ourselves etc cetera, etc cetera. but it, for me it, it, the, the moment i realized i needed it is i said this is crazy how can i possibly cultivate this project while i'm still worrying about paying the bills or sweeping the floor or sending out the website update how many years have you been on shlichus i've been on shlichus for 16 years do you think that this idea of getting more help and building your team is uh, only for someone who doesn't have time for it all. But a shliach could say, I get it all done. At the end of the day, I, I'm busy, but I, I get it all done. Do you think that this is about thinking bigger? I, I think that if a shliach says that he can do everything himself and he doesn't need help and he's getting everything done, I think he's probably thinking way too small. So I once had a, a conversation with a colleague of mine. I said, what would happen if I sent you $10 million? He said, I'd, send, I'd keep a couple hundred thousand and send the rest back to you. And I screamed at him and said, how, how could you say that? How could you say that you couldn't find a way to, to use $10 million? And he says, listen, I, I have my, my campus covered. I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the most I can. I have so many wonderful things. What do I need it for? So my opinion is, my position is, and I, this is, is, I, I, my gut says this is the Rebbe's Shita, but I, feel free to ask your your local uh, mashpia, but it, that there is so much to be done in this world, and and our entrance point to changing the world is our campus. 
And if you can really say there's nothing more to be done, not opening a kosher restaurant, not opening, uh, uh, not bringing out a shliach to go and visit your alumni in other states and spend two days with them, helping learn with them. Go visiting your students' parents for a day, not even just fundraising, and learning with them. You tell me you can't find a new creative angle on professor engagement. You can't make a Jewish camping club and bring out some guy who's a bucky in camping and who can access a whole new slice of Jewish students and empower them through camping. If you tell me you can't find more what to do, then either you're in a very small place and you're a very tremendous, oh, you're working very hard, you're very talented at it, or you're thinking too small. So I'm not saying it's not possible, but I, I very much doubt that the Rebbe wants us to say, yeah, genug, enough, we're done. And therefore, if someone thinks they're, they're doing all they can and they don't need help, I would like to imagine it's because they're not thinking big enough. But that's just my two cents. So, Yona, you are a campus shliach, but this would apply to any shliach. Would you agree? Of course. Either, but with, you'd think that with any shliach, it's even broader, although I think the campus model is, is broader than we think. But yes, I, even, even Lamashal, in my school, I have, um, I have students that are going to programs abroad. And, and there's so much to work with these kids going abroad, connecting them to the shluchim there and working on them when they get back and helping them prepare to go there and using this special moment of their life to, get, to, to empower them to grow as Jews. I mean, it's just, it's endless. The Rebbe's vision for the world is endless. I can't imagine how, they're, they're, for any shliach, there's not more to do. I think every shliach knows that. I, I believe they do. I just think that we all get into ruts. Again, I'm not, I'm not giving most of the shluchim to do more. Uh, we should all be doing more. But I'm saying, if someone says that, I don't need to do any more, therefore I need no help, and I'm a one-man show, I have a hard time imagining that the Rebbe's holy shliach spending time paying checks and setting up the Shabbos table and, uh, and doing database entry and all of this, I can't imagine that time couldn't be used more, more wisely. I think the two most interesting positions that I see on your website is the chief operations officer and the director of operations. What are their responsibilities? First, I want to begin with the Director of Operations. So the Director of Operations we've had for a while, it sounds a little more um, aggressive than it is. They're the Director of everything Gashmiastic that occurs, meaning any setup for an event, the well-being of the building, which is a substantial uh, undertaking. If, if, if the student club is making a chesed party at the senior citizen's home, she's involved in everything gashmiest about it. She's bringing menorahs. She's arranging the latkes to arrive. She's arranging the sterno uh, kits. She's making sure that there's going to be a musician there. Everything that's, that's, that's operational is hers. Shabbos, the entire Shabbos and the holidays, sukkahs, uh, the food getting to the sukkah, being cooked here, being brought over, everything being done properly and efficiently and beautifully and halakhically is all under her. So it's, it's, a very, it's, it's a tremendous amount because we're so big, but there's times the word operations would be uh, used more broadly as far as strategy and structure. Her job is, uh, is overseeing everything operating as far as uh, physically as opposed to a program director personality would be focusing more on the toichin of the program, um, which our creative director does. The chief operating officer is a position I've been waiting for so long to hire, and I had never hired, which meant that even with my big team, I was still the manager of the team. And I was still uh, working on them getting to work on time and if they're they're living up to their potential if they're going on facebook if they're if they're progressing aggressively in their position if they're dropping balls picking up the balls they drop a lot of management 
So finally, Baruch Hashem, I hired a guy who was once a student of ours, worked for three years in AEPI International Development, and came back and was ready to work for us as really my right-hand man kind of overseeing the ship. So he has two jobs. The low-grade job is management, which is, takes a lot of energy to make sure a team of 12 full-time and six part-time is functioning properly. It takes a lot of management that I personally couldn't do. So the second part of it is strategy, to be able to work with me and, and I have someone else I could speak to saying, what's our strategy with this project? What's our strategy with this project? How do we strategize this political crisis we're going through? How do we deal with this? And just have another brain kind of seeing the whole big ship for me is very helpful. I have many goals of building a team in my personal Chaban house, but a director of brand experience I never dreamed of. It actually makes me excited to see that a Shliach thinks like this. What are some examples of what they do? So the director of brand experience is, a, is in charge of our communications, meaning she's in charge of all of our publications, all of our branding, all of our flyers, all of our emails, all of our website all of the events that we do, she's really a, a program director, but it's kind of, uh, it's a cooler way of looking at it, is that she's there to make sure that the students are turned on and excited by the way we're articulating what we're doing. So you could take a regular event and you could ask yourself, is this just a sushi and sake for postgrads? Or how did this become, how did this connect to the Chabad House Bowery me- message and mission? So, some of the coolest stuff we did with her is trying to understand our message. What, what, what is our message? What's the Rebbe's message and what's the unique way that we express it? And making sure that everything we do is identifying and connected to that process. She's also in charge of engagement, but we're actually we're just splitting up now that, that there needs to be someone else in charge of engagement, which is a whole different conversation about how to glue the students to the organization more deeply. It's a different conversation about contact management and about tracking people and about knowing their birthdays and staying in touch with them long term and and not no one falling through the cracks. But that's a it's a big conversation. That's that's not for now. And again, I want to tell you, I don't, I'm not, I'm not uh, on a hiring spree. I doesn't, I don't like spending money. <laughs> I don't like hiring, and I'm spending money that I don't entirely have. But I, I've always done this in this way. I feel the investment of the shlichas has to constantly grow, and if I'm not doing what I, what I need to do to grow it, then I'm, I'm, I'm hurting it. So I'm actually very, very um, pragmatic in my hiring. I, there's things I've wanted to hire for 10 years that I'm just hiring now. It, it, I want to be hiring twice as many people. I literally could put twice as many people to work here and affect twice as many lives. That's just the blessing of the machine that we have running here. But I'm not because I, I can't yet. But, but the, when, I, when I identify the next move I need to make, we make it. So the next move here is an engagement uh, director. But I also want to say that anybody listening to this that may have a project of a different scope and different volume of people can apply the same ideas and the same concepts engagement, development, operations, management. These are all, every Chabad house has these. It's just the Shliach doing most of them himself or herself. And the question is just uh, how do you break it down and when do, you, when do you delegate it? Who do you think is the most important first person a Shliach should hire and bring onto their team? The first person that can do a job that the Shliach feels they shouldn't be doing. Everybody's different. Some shliach doesn't have the headspace to learn with people, and his maizid needs that. Bring out uh, someone to learn with people. Some shliach doesn't have the headspace to to run finances and to do QuickBooks. Hire someone to do that. 
Again, I want to clarify. It doesn't just mean they don't have the headspace. It means they want to be putting their energy somewhere else. So therefore, the first place with it, which they despise the most, or their least needed, or their talent is least needed, should be the first place they delegate. It's different for every Chabad else. Many times the problem is, is that we simply don't have the money. What would you respond to that if someone said, I just don't have the money? So listen, it's, it's, it's hard, and it's a, it's a great question, and I, I actually don't have the solution to the question because I, I am constantly operating as Moshlechem beyond my budget. But um, I'm trying to fix that. That being said, I think that the question is not, I don't have the money to hire someone. The question is then, I don't have the money to expand the Shlichas. That yet you don't, don't mix apples and oranges. Don't say, I don't have money to hire someone, so I don't know. What you're saying, either say to me that I, there's nothing more I can do, and therefore, I'm maxed out at my potential in this place, and I can do it all myself, so I'll work hard, I'll meet my budget, and I won't waste money, I won't hire someone. Fine, if that's really true, which I said earlier, I'm not sure if it's possibly true, but if it's true, then great. But if you say, I could be doing more, I just don't have the time, and I don't have the money to hire someone, so say it properly, I don't have the money to expand the shlichus. And that's the narrative that you have to sell to your own head and to your donors as well. Say to them, yeah, I could do so much more to help the world and the Jewish people, but I just don't have the money. So that then the next campaign doesn't become a campaign, how do I make ends meet? The question is, how do I, how do I further... The Rebbe's vision, and I can only, I'm doing X, it's costing me 100 grand a year, but I, I think that 150 could, could literally change the game for people's lives. And you go to your donors and you say to them, I, I, I can't help people enough because I don't have enough partners. Can you, you, I need your partnership. So you go with a drive and an oomph, not a, oh, I'm getting by. And... You're saying you have to have a dream. The dream has, it has to be part of your dream to yes. increase the impact of your shliach. You have to. You have to have a dream. Every shliach has to paint a dream of where they're going. If you say, I've already arrived, I can't imagine. I can't imagine you saying that in front of the rabbi. I can't imagine it. What's the dream? It could be small. It could be, I wish I would have 30 people for Shabbos. I wish I'd be learning with 10 people a week. Because that's a hate. But there's got to be a dream, and you have to feel it. And you have to ask yourself, how am I getting there? Each year, how am I getting closer? And you have to sell people in the dream. And they have to get excited about it. And that's where you get your money from. So, Fiona, I love your enthusiasm. Do you have to go through different people and different methods of structuring your team until you got it right? That's for sure. I'm still, I'm still trying to get it right. You know, this is shluchim are startups. If you go do some research on what the startup culture is today, we're startups. We're starting something from scratch, and we are we are trying it out, and we're figuring out how it works. And we try this, and it doesn't work. You try that. Try that. Doesn't work. Try this. And in, in startups go in circles for years and they struggle and it's hard for them because they're trying to, 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 to build their product and to, to find their investors and to make it work. We're lucky that we have a Haftaka from Hashem that we will be successful and we have a Rebbe blessing us, Baruch Hashem. But yes, it's constant. Uh, how to structure it, what, what roles to have combined, what roles to separate, which, which things to make a priority now, which, which tasks to put off. And then hiring and firing and, and, and advancing how we do things, all of this, yeah, constantly. But it doesn't mean that while you're trying to figure out, you're not having more atzvacha, correct? Of course, and it's the process, the process of growth. The process of growth itself is, is the Abish didn't make the world in a day, and the, and the, the Abish made the tzimtzum so we could slowly re-enter the ore into the elamis. It's a process. So sometimes the ore comes in because you tried this, it didn't work, try that, try that, didn't work, try this. So, Yona, you built a stunning Chabad house in Manhattan. Was your team part of making it a reality? Do you think you could have done it without them? Absolutely not, without question. The team was everything. I had, we built 
Baruch Hashem, a team of... I hired a girl then who was inc- became an incredible part of our life, uh, and she was the operations director then, so automatically the, the, she was, the building the building was the biggest part of operations. At that time, then other things were falling by the wayside. You know, setting up for a class was hard because she was, she was uh, <laughs> talking to contractors, but she did it both. The old Chabad house was much smaller, there was less happening. Um, but she was our liaison, and she helped build a team of engineers. And again, I was involved. I'm mean, always involved, but I, in, in the right way. And then we found a student's parent who I'd had experience and a couple of volunteers that were in the business and other people. So we had a tremendous team, a tremendous team of, of a lot of different people involved. I mean, without question, this is all team efforts. In general, I mean, we have uh, – part of what I'm trying to do now is to, to make sure that we have enough teams – of lay leaders, student team, alumni team, parent team, and within that itself, a vision team for the future of the overall organization, a team for the law school. I mean, everywhere we go, Menachem Schmidt, who's been a great hashba on me, has always said you need to have shared responsibility. You need to have shared responsibility. People have to feel like it's there. So, so right now we have probably over... A hundred people that are involved, not not staff, but almost a hundred people, I'd say, they're involved in some sort of lay leadership responsibility here. Do you have any last words you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic? Listen, the every location is different. the The needs that the Rebbe has in each place is different, and it, sometimes I get you know a lot of people are talking about the work we're doing because it sounds so big and it sounds so broad. It's it's literally no different than being in a town with a hundred Jews and having a shpa on ten of them. We have 100,000 people under the age 35 in my area, 65,000 students and, and 35,000 young professionals. And we probably have a spa on 2,000 of them, which percentage-wise is not that impressive, maybe 2,500. So it's, it's cool to hear from me because God's given me a place with a lot of Jews, a lot of money, even though it might, you know, a lot of chayvays, Baruch Hashem, but it's, there's, there's a lot of energy here. So if you can help analyze our project to understand, to apply the principles to where you are, it's the same thing. If I have 100 leaders and someone else has 10 leaders or someone has 500 leaders, it's all the same idea. The question is, can we apply the methods that they can be helpful to fulfilling the Rabbi Shlichus wherever we are? And hopefully that we should all help each other, that we should all become more, more impressive in the process, because I, I, I really honestly feel that we are just touching the tip of the iceberg of what we're meant to do here, and uh, hopefully we can all strengthen each other and bring Mashiach now. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Dobiana, for sharing your passion and your knowledge and practical insights on the idea of creating a successful team. We really appreciate your time. Thanks, Dobiana. Absolutely. Again, I want to encourage everyone to continue sending in your suggestions. I hope that with Hashem to follow up on all of them. This is Dovi Shapiro. Make it a great week.